right, everybody. Welcome to Yeah, But Still. Back again with Ooh. us. I don't know how long Ooh, it's been, uh, but not like two years. Two years. Wow. You know, I, I know personally that uh, we converted you to a pod boy in general. True. We, we popped your true. podcast, Cherry, which is you weird because you your first podcast experience was being a guest on one. And you had never even heard a podcast before, and now you're a full pod boy. I would chill on. I would chill on Pod Boy. Pod Boy. Pod Boy. Pod Boy sounds way too close to Proud Boy for the casual e- listener. You think, oh, I thought you I were gonna say, say like, you think people are mishearing it and being like, "Wait, ear. Knox Fortune's a Proud Boy." I, you know, somebody might hear that. They might hear you like, "Oh, yeah." Like you know, before you came on this podcast, you know, you weren't a you weren't a he was, Pod Boy, and they're like, "This guy, this guy said Proud Boy. This is a you know." This is a white Prod supremacist boy. pod. It's Prod Boy. Prod Boy. Yeah, I'm what one accent? of the Prod Boys. P-R-O-D. I'm <laughs> a production like... producer. I'm a Prod Boy. <laughs> I've been a Prod Boy for about the last six years, actually. <laughs> <laughs> okay. A, a podcast listener. Uh, Knox became a podcast listener, and you enjoy podcasts now. After I do. Yeah. I, I consume, like, an ungodly amount because... I think it's like I'm listening to music all the time, and when I want to like stop listening to music, I still need like some sort of stimulus. So I like will walk and listen to like three podcasts. Dude, I, I do that too now. Sadly, I hate to admit it because I I host a podcast, but like I consume a huge amount, and it's not even about getting something. Oh from the podcast. no, that's not that. You got to keep you. You got to keep your mind pure. Pure. I. If you're a podcaster, I don't. I I can't. I can't listen to. I don't listen to other. Men podcast. Oh, it's only women. Yeah, only uh, on, <laughs> honestly, almost exclusively a uh, female podcast lineup besides Brendan and Corey's podcast right now. But generally speaking, it is like, like I'm listening to the the Call Her Daddy offshoot podcast now. Bro, you oh do not need to, le- to be lecturing Sophia me about what to be F. listening to. You're listening to That's... both both call her daddy offshoots, and you're trying <laughs> no, to tell I'm, me I'm how to live. I'm only listening to. I'm Team Sophia. You're trying to talk way. about I... keeping your mind pure. Yeah. I want to be on the record about that. But but besides that, I mean, I'm that's... listening to like history podcasts while I garden. Like I'm like yeah, okay, that's, that's my doing vibe. home repair, like cleaning my house, listening to like history podcasts. That's that's keeping that... your mind pure. You're that's rotting the... your brain. Listening to what's quite, possi- quite possibly a fully coordinated hoax of a scandal. <laughs> oh, that's a, that's you're like a weird call her daddy truther. truther. I, it's I not, mean, I don't. That's not. It would not be in Sophia's best interest for her to like have her fucking life ruined for what months. What is the what is the conspiracy there? Like is redemption? Arc. I just I just think that it's. I, well, I don't really believe it because I think it would just be way too elaborate of a plan. It would be uh, amazing for them to pull it off. But they, like, it would be incredible if they coordinated with Barstool to just blow up this whole scandal and, like, turn it into no, two different podcasts. No, but it doesn't make sense. Sophia's not at Barstool anymore. Dave Portnoy <laughs> is a fucking, like, evil dude. One I love of them how is, much you one know of them about is at this. <laughs> I know way too much about the Call Her Daddy drama, and that's we can save that for another... We can, you know, you we can talk about that on the hop on the Patreon, hop on the Discord, and join the discourse, the yeah, Call Her Daddy discourse. A whole, but a whole episode on guys, Patreon too. <laughs> are you yeah, like 
to another podcast. Are you are you uh talking call her daddy in our own Discord? Yeah, a little bit. Oh, okay. You're talking about I shouldn't be listening to another man's podcast. You're in our <laughs> yeah. own podcast Discord I'm talking about to, other pods. Yeah, I I you know, I I care about like, you know, women women in podcasting yeah you care about well, you care about women's <laughs> rights <laughs> yeah. yeah i'm kind of a, a male feminist yeah. i listen to call her daddy <laughs> i'm yeah, a I podcast to, feminist well i don't even listen to call her daddy anymore i listen to sophia with an f wow <laughs> that's what it's called that's uh, fu- that's very know, noble of you i have and to if say. you listen to sophia with an f you will be convinced that you know Alex really did her dirty i'm, I don't I'm really, way more susceptible to all sorts of conspiracy theories like that like where I'm like fully like, you know, maybe they coordinated that. It's really not hard to to coordinate so as long as you're willing to sacrifice your like personal image for like two weeks, which is really all that happens. Like, you can get some really great benefits out of these sort oh, of. Oh, but like, she she had her life ruined for months. Well, yeah. I'm not. And she fully she rose in on the she scoop. rose like a fucking phoenix. And Jackie comes in casually touting out these conspiracy theories, just like floating at floating out like, oh, maybe the whole caller daddy thing was a conspiracy. And, you know, it's if if that if that was the case, then but I, if, that's not the that's not the case. It's simply if, not the case. If we could conceive some sort it's irresponsible. of like- it's honestly irresponsible to even fucking act to even bring that up this is you want to talk about maybe i'm too you want to talk about people being irresponsible with their platform jack comes in just off rip he's like hey so we've got a yeah get back on the pod for the first time in a, in a couple of years ago okay knox fortune a new album coming out anyway so yeah that that call her daddy stuff was fake Okay, wake up. I wake think up. I interpret the what happened in a slightly different way. In fact, I remember it being like me welcoming Knox Fortune and then like talking about him listening to podcasts and you're like, whoa, 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 stop it. I just want to take a minute here to, to plug um, a podcast called Call Her Daddy on the Barstool Sports Network. Uh, well, this is I not a paid ad. I, I, endorse was, I, I was actually plugging Sophia with an F. I want to endorse this and indie pod. It, I was just sort of casually endorsing it. But I don't I don't listen to call her daddy anymore. I don't fucking fuck call her daddy. Fuck call her daddy, dude. I'm Sophia with an F all the way. Yeah, dude, that's very, very pure of you. I mean, that doesn't mean much. That's like saying fuck Destiny's Child. I listen to Beyonce. I'm I'm glad I'm on record about this. Yeah, I, I, I do think, though, that if they're like, especially now, the idea of doing something like some publicity stunt like that sounds sick. Like. If we could determine some way to get my life like seemingly ruined for a year, but I really just like <laughs> got to travel for a year and like had money in the bank, and then like a year from now I can emerge as like a brave hero, like that doesn't sound like my life is. It's being a ruined. good. It's a good deal. Like if me and Brandon were like, hey, like we're kind of done with this. Like, what if we stage some drama and like, yeah, but still we'll be five times bigger after it. And like whoever, whichever one of us leaves to do a solo pod will also be the same size and bigger. It's like a pretty good deal. It's like, oh yeah, we're both gonna make That's five times as much money, and right. just like this fake thing. You know, it's it's smart. I don't know if they pulled it off, but you know, it's it's just weird. It's weird that it was all aired out so publicly. I'll say that. 
I actually don't know anything about it. And I don't, I don't know like if I want to learn right now. No, but... no, no. We're not going to do that. <laughs> oh, no, of... no, no. I'll, I'll send you some uh some, Yeah, send some me PDFs. all the information on I'm going to... Anyway, I'm, I'm really <laughs> glad we spent eight minutes of our own podcast <laughs> talking about uh, one of the most popular podcasts on the entire RSS network uh, iTunes charts, you know? <laughs> Just straight up doing a call her daddy review pod. I'm like Chris Hardwick style <laughs> talking dead. Oh, it's hot. <laughs> after. Yeah. God damn. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. Talking, talking dad. I mean, if I'm going to listen to multiple podcasts today, I'm, I definitely go more of the route of like a historical podcast. I think it's just like the way that you say you have to keep your brain. Yeah, and that pure. is and that is history. Yeah, I, I like I can't listen <laughs> to new history. music. I don't like any new music. It's hard to find new music now. Like Spotify. Don't get me don't get me started on this like rant but spotify is like it's hard to find new music on like the players now because they used to recommend like bands to me but now it's just like spotify just tells you to listen to the stuff you already like yes spotify tells me to listen to knox fortune every day it's like (laughs) you you would love knox fortune and it's like wow like like my girlfriend her discover weekly has like me in it every week it's like you're not even trying to like. The algorithm just serves you, yeah, stuff that you're already listening to. Dude, no, and, all that shit. And so the worst thing is that it used to be good. It used to be yeah. good. Like when it first, when Spotify first came out, like it would, if you listen to like a kind of big band, it would start recommending the smaller b- bands that are similar. You know. Yeah. And um, no, we're in a we're a in a really horrible time of music discovery, which is sad because we're in a really good time of music. I think like. There is tons of good stuff coming out, but like, I, d- I highly doubt either of you guys look at the Billboard charts. But the top like twenty songs on the Billboards oh, are well, songs that like brother, I'm no one to listens charts. to. Yeah, I, you're a chart head, of course. <laughs> I'm addicted to checking the chart. I'm, I'm an absolute chart shark. What can chart I say? Out. I'm a chart shark. I love checking the charts. What? I love it. I love checking the charts. Who's <laughs> 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 what, what character is this? <laughs> that's the guy who loves charts. <laughs> I'm just into the that's, charts. That's the that's the chart. That's the chart chart. The chart guy. A hard, the chart that's shark. My, that's my new character. The chart shark. A hard part about Zoom is like, it, if you get too loud, it auto mutes you. So at a certain point, I just like see you thrashing around there with the mic. Oh well, yeah, can't that's because anytime I like do a guy, anytime I do like some kind of character work on the podcast it's just me like being like (laughs) sometimes i like when people scream on pods and it's just like and just like (laughs) blows out like everything oh it's the best especially when like i'm on just like a nice walk by myself and it's sometimes it's you too no, now that I'm, I'm thinking about it, like you're yeah, the one that does yeah, that. Yeah, you're literally just <laughs> describing me. Yeah. Like, yeah, I've definitely ruined a lot of people's walks and drives. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just my, my, like, you're listening, you're driving, you're listening to my podcast, you know, and then you just hear, like, a, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> you fucking swerve, you crash into a, you crash into a, you, you know, your fucking cars wrapped around a tree. Hopefully that doesn't happen to anybody who's listening right now. <laughs> I yeah, I hope I hope nobody uh wraps their car around a tree <laughs> listening to this podcast. Um that's that is very funny though that Spotify recommends you to yourself. You yeah, know? it's like so I, I don't know. I think it's like I think they like 
became such a big power and then like now have all this power and are kind of like we don't have the like way out of this like we don't actually know how to like run this this as smoothly as we once did there's like something like 40,000 new songs added every day to Spotify well they all of the big companies have these really really powerful algorithms that are like almost too powerful and then they don't know how to use them properly like I will yeah. I will not go down this hole but if you want to talk pilled I have very pilled opinions on TikTok like I basically <laughs> Dude, me too. I basically, I mean, I, like, I'll, I'll sum it up. I basically think that, like, Charlie D'Amico or whatever her name is and, like, Addison Ray and all them, like, I, I think it's, like, purely a fluke of the algorithm that they're famous at all. Like, I think... we. I mean, Because oh, they're very, like, normal. They're just, like, normal. I have, <laughs> just, like, like, look... This is backed like, up. Like, a lot people. of this isn't even, like, a theory. It's just, like, the way it is. But TikTok is run off of, like, a very powerful algorithm that pr- pr- but, makes by it, By the like, way, when you... When you started talking about the TikTok algorithm, I thought there was like a part of me that thought that you were just like about <laughs> about to be like, yeah, you know, it's it's fucked up, man. You know, the the TikTok algorithm is making me a pedophile. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> the algorithm is trying to make me a pedophile, and I keep telling my phone, I do and not I'm want to be a pedophile. Stop it. Girls, I don't, I get don't it. want to be on the pedophile app. No, there there, there was me. like uh, there was like a week though when Reels was introduced. Where oh, my boy. explore page would have like just like teens. Yeah, no, no, no. I, and, I know. Okay, yes, I would, this is a lot of people have been. We've me and Brandon this. joked about that, and like we, we've definitely made fun of people for saying that because it's like, bro, that's based off your browsing history. <laughs> but I will I say, know. no, I will say that's not true because I had I had to uh, for work start a clean Instagram account, no activity. It's not engaged in any posts. It's it's connected to a blank email, and it's being presented like. All of the weird like high school dancing videos, and it's so, so it's weird. like default giving you that stuff. I think I just I keep pressing see fewer posts like this yeah. so often <laughs> that Instagram is like, are you interested in hardware? Yeah. Oh no, like, bro, you just are like I have no fucking clue. That's you don't a good like place anything, to be. Dude. That's what mine's like now. It's just like tools. Yeah, it's pretty sick. <laughs> Which is sick. I I think we talked about this maybe a little bit last time, but like. Oh, we I, absolutely did because you were talking about how every time you get on Instagram, the explore page is like Juice World eat pancake. But now mine's like moved to like just like insane videos of like people cutting glass and yeah, stuff like that. It's and satisfying. Like, I'm I'm slightly inter- interested in this. Yeah. Well, it's it's better than it. It's a weird default to just give you like pedophilia content. Like that's like the weirdest default for the app. Yeah. Afebophilia yeah. content. Afebophilia. Yeah. A few affiliate content, just like yeah, What's you're up? not sure what to watch. How about watch these high school girls dance? Like, well, yeah. the like just such a weird there, app. There, there is no difference in jail. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, there's no, there's no difference in jail. But, uh, but on the forums, they they do love to they do love to tell you the difference between pedophilia and afebophilia. Like, That's I feel crazy. like so much of my early experience of like the internet just before everything was sort of the algorithm really did fuck up everything it like just, it is so because it's it's just the internet is too streamlined and i do think that there was like uh like youtube was now you go on youtube and it's just whatever was on nbc the night before i yeah. know it's just I used to, late I used night to clips like, from the night before like when i was like a kid i would like the, used internet to be the wild had, west it was fun though because it was like i was like 
10 years old going on like incubus.com. Hell yeah. Just like incubus's yeah. band page or something. And yes, I would spend sir. like 15 minutes on it, like browsing around being like, oh, that's a cool picture of them. Like, or like just like looking at posters that I can't buy and like that's what it used to be. Now it's like I have to go to YouTube or I have to go to Twitter or I have to go to Instagram and that has everything. If you haven't like trail. hacked into the algorithm, if you haven't become somebody that the algorithm serves people, then you're kind of like lost at sea. For sure. It's so weird. I like literally sometimes I'm like, all right, well, like let's try to not like use the normal websites today because there's only like seven I can use. And I'll go off the beaten path and it's like deserted, dusty old internet where it's like, oh, this website hasn't been updated since like 2005. And oh, like, wait, which guys, can I just like interrupt this to give some relevant uh, information? I just went in the yeah. Wayback Machine. Oh, what's that? I went in the Wayback Machine and I went to LimpBiscuit.com to check what it was like in 1999. And I just found, <laughs> can you see this? <laughs> Yes. I'll read this out loud. There's a oh, there's a letter on this. This is definitely not their, <laughs> oh, their official this site. This is an incredible <laughs> find. Yeah, okay, yeah. I'm just gonna read this. It's it's an entirely black <laughs> HTML screen. This is February eighth, nineteen ninety nine. I'm checking limpbiscuit.com. Here's what it says. I can't run this limpbiscuit site anymore. I got this domain. Bought it out of pocket so I could promote one of the fattest <laughs> bands out there. <laughs> fattest is spelled with a PH. Um, all I ever wanted to do was give props to the band. I never wanted a fucking dime or special treatment. All I wanted was the record company and the management to show me a little love and give me the information and shit on the band. All the fans who came here uh, were always kick-ass and helped me, uh, helped me make this one of the best Limp Biscuit pages. Uh, fuck it, though. Fuck it, though, people. I give up. The record company management just don't want to fucking help me with this information, tour dates, and all that shit. And it took all of my effort just to find that shit through the grapevine. Interscope <laughs> just clowned my ass. And the firm, <laughs> Limp Biscuits Management, uh, were extremely nice, thank you, but never called me back. The mailing list I set up had over 2,000 kids reading and kicking it on a daily basis. Still, no love came, and I don't think it's going to come. Uh, this is by no. This is sad, I know. Dude. By no me. <laughs> this is by no way meant as a commentary on the band. Dot dot dot. Yeah, you're. By the way, you're just reading a guy's suicide. I know. <laughs> Limp Bizkit totally so kicks ass. Uh, if I'm going to do less than a top rate job on their site, then I can't do it at all. Fred was mad cool to me when we spoke, and he said <laughs> yeah. he would try to work this shit out. But I'm not sure he's been doing uh, doing shit like touring and making amazing music that rocks my world. Sam, John, Lethal, Wes <laughs> were always the best uh, when I met them. But like I said, they all have a job to do. So, again, all I wanted to is it just kind of keeps rambling around. Um, Dude, this is so I'm just going to skip a couple lines. Keep going. You can get in touch with me by emailing <laughs> cannabisindica <laughs> at yahoo.com. <laughs> <laughs> and then it appears to it appears that there's an edit, like an update. I just want to thank all the people who emailed me already. I've gotten hundreds of fucking responses! Exclamation <laughs> point. And that's it, like, dude. But God, uh, let damn. me skip ahead in time. Oh my I wonder God. Cannabisindica at yahoo.com. Oh, I love this. This is incredible. You I should check in. You should email cannabisindica at yahoo. By the way, what a what an email address. You know, this is so funny. I just love that the first line is, "I can't run this Limp Bizkit site anymore." It's just like this dude's having like a mental breakdown. Like the demand is insane. Like 
The, I mean, they won't even help me out with the tour dates. Like, this is fucking crazy. Remember, like, like it's, it's amazing to think back to going to banned websites, though. You know? Oh, it looks like they took over at a certain point. Okay, wait. I so, like yeah, this I'm going to blindly go to another... What other band should I... Corn.com? Like, corn would be cool. I remember going on, like, systemofadown.com or something, or, like... Some people had like cool ones. Like, were you um, a, were you a forum forums guy at all? I was a forums guy. I was a member on a forum called skateboardcity.com. dot com. That Hell sounds pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, and then I that sounds pretty cool. Yeah, it, it was pretty cool. It was definitely cool. I I am not gonna give away my name on it because I feel like that would be like too. No, crazy. you should. You should. I, I gave I gave away my Tune Zone info. And you gotta like lay your soul bare, dude. I, I I actually went back and checked to make sure I was like in the event I was I was discovered as this person on skateboardcity.com the message board that I didn't say anything like insensitive or anything like that and I went back and I didn't find anything. It's just all racist. But I was like, dude, you never know. Say, drop your username. Drop your skateboard city username. I think it was uh I miss Rasa Libre. Okay. That's a very That's complicated cool. one. Yeah. yeah. I would, I, I was going to say earlier when we were talking about forums, like I like all, all so many forum discussions I saw when I was, you know, fucking 14, 13, 14 is just a bunch of like a bunch of grown men sort of like a bunch of grown men being like, well, actually, it's called a febophilia and <laughs> it's different than pedophilia. <laughs> pedophilia is one thing. A febophilia is Another thing that is actually a lot more normal and, uh, you know, I'm not we're kind of, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And so it's a lot of that. And then a lot of, a lot of dudes self-diagnosing themselves with Asperger's. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that's, sure. there's Where still a lot of like, that now too. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of people on those forums that were like, I have not talked to any medical professionals about this, but I have decided that I definitely have Asperger's. And I remember <laughs> reading that enough that I was like, Yep. Me too. Yeah, yeah, me too. The 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 original. Yeah, the original. Me too. Yeah, <laughs> a bunch of men. The original. That was the original Me Too movement. Pretending you had Aspergers. Yeah, a bunch of men on 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 internet forums diagnosing themselves with Aspergers. Oh, oh god. god. And it's still, dude. That's still going too. The next generation's doing it. They're taking it even step further. I like. I follow a few pages where it's like just clips of people pretending to have different illnesses and like faking it really bad. Mostly like shit like that where it's like somebody clearly pretending to have autism, like doing a really bad job acting. Yeah, like I do think that people that diagnose themselves with it are doing a disservice. Just go to the doctor. Just go go to the doctor. Why don't you just go make it official? Also, we were complaining about just the the homogenous nature of it all and uh, i you and i like a couple weeks ago oh, whenever the pence stuff happened we were talking about how it feels like everybody's just sharing like one brain like it's just full homogenous everybody has this like one communal brain now which is yeah. like was not the case on forums like i don't know man but it's a uh, yeah how did what, what were we talking about I got distracted. <laughs> I, I had to, like, I in that regard, I that's why I was saying, like, I can't really listen to new music anymore because I do think, like, we're all, like, taking part in this homogenous brain. And it the more I take part into it, the more I feed into it with what I put out. So, like, if I listen to, like, three new albums, like, 
I notice I start making things like that. And also, I think, like, right. you can hear it in music now, too. Music is being homogenized. Yeah. Like, everything, like, you know, I don't know. It's, and, and people and it, try to act like, people uh, love to be like, oh, it's, you know, like, they, they try to put a positive spin on it sometimes well i think when, like five years ago that was like legitimate where people are like genres are melding genre and bending, they're not yeah. bad because at first like genre bending was like limp biscuit or something it was like it's rap and rock <laughs> yeah. this is awesome and then yeah. it was kind of like oh maybe we don't like that and then we kind of got back to genre bending and it was cool for like like five years ago genre bending was cool and it's always going to be cool but now it's like less bending and more just like what if we put trap drums over this acoustic guitar song Right. Oh, now it's well, yeah, the number one I mean, song in the world. Like surrender to the algorithm, man. It's it's like really weird listening to like top forty sometimes and just hearing hearing some song where it's like, what's that? There's multiple songs. I think I'm describing multiple songs here, but I, I there's multiple songs where it's like some country hook and yeah. then a big EDM drop. Yeah, where it's, it's like, like take me home, take me home. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That that shit where you're like, well, what it? What is this now? Yeah. Like, who's is this? who is this for? Like, who's like? And apparently, it is for a lot of people. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, we're not like the majority of of taste. Here's the thing. Like, that there's always gonna be like really <laughs> shitty mainstream music, you know, that's just like designed to please as many people as possible. But what sucks is that like it's just hard to find non-mainstream music now. I feel like it's harder than ever. It's like actively being hidden from me. Where it's just Dude, like I with feel all like this that is somebody promoting an album right now. I'm like, I feel like I can't cut through some of these channels because yeah, there's like, too much like you, shit in the way. You have to like you you just hit me up to come back on the podcast, but there's no you're just kind of doing this all yourself. Like kind of. I mean like yeah, like getting press like I haven't gotten any press for this stuff. Not complaining about it, but it's just like the landscape is totally different now because of like what is deemed important to cover and you know things like that which changed in a good way but also like definitely making it kind of hard for like independent artists for show it's even hard for like even if you had a strong fan base to like force virality you know on these streaming platforms it's like they've completely removed the controls or they've taken the controls where it's like even if your your fans were like doing the bts thing where they're just like streaming it all the time it's like that wouldn't do anything like spotify you need to like you know, go to their pedophilia rituals or whatever to to like drink the blood. And I mean, there's people that I, six nine hacked the algorithm. He did. He was such a like oh god. And by and by hacking were... the algorithm, you mean going to jail? <laughs> yeah, well, he's no, really he cunning. To, yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> like, the way he was charged he did, with those crimes. He did and hack snitched. the algorithm, dude. Yeah. Well, he got. Well, he fucking. Like got out of jail real quick. Yeah, yeah, but his and life seems he, so sad. I saw a video stuck, of him the other day. And I'm like, God. Well, it's like I will say, but he stuck the landing in a way that most people could not come out of. Like just spending a, a full year being like this shamed figure, this this presumed dead. You know? Yeah. He's he's this guy who who snitched on everyone and then came back and was like like rapping about being a snitch like just no he played it he like, played it really well like he played his hand he, really well he did play it really that being well said, like, he though, does, there's like been many times he moves he moves like trump 
Sure. Yeah. That being said, I'll always hear people say like reference people like him as if he's had like this genius plan, you know, like, oh, like what he did. It's like so brilliant the way he like marketed himself. And it's just like, I mean, not really. He went to jail like and ruined his life. He tattooed, no, like, barely. He, like, the he tattooed his whole body with 69. Yeah. It's like, do like, you want I, to do the equivalent no, of that? I, I like, think... It's like a lot of I, work. I think you're. I think you're being reductive. Why? No, no. How am it's, I being it's reductive? Not reductive. I, I do think that he is like. Uh, I think There's, he's like kind of a master manipulator. I mean, yeah, yeah. But that's not like an admirable trait. There's like no. I don't. I think it's sociopathic. <laughs> I think that he's that. I'm not like. I want to break bread with the man. <laughs> I don't want to. I, I. I don't want six nine in my home. <laughs> no. I don't want to have. You know. Def not. But I do think it's like at what, like, that's the problem right now for like people like, I guess like people like myself who's like, you know, an independent artist who doesn't want to fully like sacrifice their integrity to break through. Yeah. You, yeah. Right. And it's like, I'm literally competing. Like my friend Carter and I were talking about this the other day. It's like, as a musician, oh, Carter, Carter Lang, right? Yeah. Like, Cre you're uh, literally. Produce Sunflower. Produce Sunflower and Scissors stuff and all that. But it's like, as a musician now, like, you're not competing with musicians. You're competing with, like, the dude from Ripley's Believe It or Not whose eyeballs come, like, three inches out of his head. And, like, right. that's who I'm competing against for attention. Yeah. It's yeah. like, I can't fucking compete against that dude. <laughs> and like, it's not I like you really dude, necessarily I mean, want to either. That's like... And I don't no, want to. I don't envy those people. people that, Absolutely. Like, like, it's it's nice to, like, small batch. You 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 do small batch stuff. I'm, I'm doing small batch stuff over here. Mm -hmm. I'm not... I at no point do I feel like uh like I'm not I, I have no delusions of grandeur here. I'm not like no. oh man, Sarah Cooper is my competition. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, like that's psychotic. I and right. like once again like I don't envy those people whatsoever. Right. Like there's, you know, uh, like so many just like YouTube musicians now and Instagram musicians you see especially since like you know people have been locked in the house where it's just like Dude's pretty much taking the coffee shop to their crib and like doing these like weird like acoustic guitar concerts in their living room, getting shitloads of views. And I'm like, I don't envy you though. Like you are succeeding, but you're it's, like, you're well, there's just a lot of. It's very it's very confusing to me. It's just sort of it does make me feel increasingly isolated. Like the more <laughs> I continue to just exist in culture <laughs> like i increasingly feel like i don't know i mean if i if i just never become more famous than i am now that's fine whatever yeah. you know like you kind of you get older and you're like well i like the things that i like i i don't want to sacrifice my integrity i don't want to like you know lose my humanity for for clout whatever for sure but i'm kind of past that point Right, like you, you exactly. You know, I'm and really happy I never got to that point either. Like, looking, it like you know, we as we said, we we're both 28. But like, looking back, I'm like, dude, I'm I'm happy that I like achieved a level of like, you know, I got to tour and stuff for like six years or so. Like, that's awesome. Yeah, and I never had to like tattoo my face or like. No, it's. Be it's in a I mean, there's like at a certain point, like, like to be that famous like you have to have something like kind of wrong with you wrong with you it's like or, wanting to be the president or like, it's if like you want right. to be the president like 
there's something wrong with you. Or you're it so talented a, it that it be a was inevitable. Or you're so talented that it was completely inevitable where you're like, oh, like the, that's right. like you are going to be famous no matter what. Like, yeah, yeah like, it was like Whitney Houston or something. Yeah, shit. it's like, just like, oh, you, like, they just I have it. The people that I respect are the people that there, there's, there are people that do, you know, break into, you know, become a part of the fabric of monoculture uh, that make these things that are huge, but then they only do that. They put out their work, but they're not every day just like reminding you that they exist. Yeah. Right. You know? um, Which is like a dignified way to live. You can live a dignified life. Right. Yeah. And uh, so many people choose not to. If I had a TV show, I wouldn't be on fucking Instagram all day. You know, there's well, people that like have TV shows that are on like responding to trolls all day. And it's like, you don't have to fucking do that. That's, but for some, like, I feel like for some people, and like, I'm not advocating this because I'm not like an Instagram heavy user really or anything, but like, you, you kind of have to now for some jobs, which is kind of whack because it's like when I signed up to be a musician, Signed up. Um, yeah, when you like, went to the Illuminati I meeting. wasn't signing up to be a social media like content creator. You know what I'm right. saying? Which is what the job has turned into. Yeah. Half, it's like, yes, you want to put out a good album, but like, you know, I'm about to drop my second project ever. And there you are want people, people to hear it. And right. I want people to hear it, but there are people who are like fully surpassed me in the span of a year by just like being funny on Instagram. Like, not yeah. releasing music, but they're, like, or they'll release, like, two songs in a year, and then they'll just kind of be, like, content creators. Right. And it's, like, they they have their success. But, but yeah, like, there is there is something that is respectable about the taking the long road. I, lo- I think a, it's being the move. A career, yeah, being a career artist and not, like, you know, if, if you're, because I, 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 you know, you'll see people that, are just so focused on the like real ephemeral stuff mm-hmm. and then you can burn out way too quick. But if you just keep it, if you have like a small cult following, it's like you can never really like fall off. Yeah. But, uh, what I was going to say love, earlier, love talking we were, shop I, fellas, love talking <laughs> shop I mean, over here. I know we're, we're <laughs> bouncing around, yeah. but I, I do think that this will be, I think people will listen to this and appreciate the, there's, this is a sincere, the in, insightful convo, I think. You know, I, I like I like that people just have such an opinion of things now, and they can actually directly contact the people they're talking to. Oh yeah! Like, somebody the other day commented <laughs> on one of my new YouTube videos and said, "Like, you should make another song like Little Thing because <laughs> people like aesthetic music." <laughs> Whoa. And I was just like, I, I, "Isn't all music like aesthetic music?" Like. But it's definitely that, just like yeah. What does that mean? People I don't know. use the word just wrong. Like a nine-year-old who's people on use YouTube the word wrong. Like, it really bothers me. Aesthetic. Yeah. Oh, me too. Because I just don't think people really know what it means. It's like saying like you should make like a creative song. Yeah. <laughs> no, exactly. Like, I would hope all of the songs are creative. Dude, like, you should you make a song that oh. has a real unique sound. Yeah. <laughs> your next song should like sound <laughs> like something. Yeah. Um, but a lot, you know, what I, you know what I'm saying? It sound it should sound like something a lot, like a lot of. Sounds. No, it should sound like a hit. It should sound like a hit, dude. That's an even better oh, so, idea. Yeah. Why don't you do that, you should, bro? Your next song should sound like another person commented on the video and said you should make more music. That's another good idea. Why don't yeah. you listen to these people, <laughs> like, man? Yo, putting out a whole album. Dude, why don't you listen to them, man? I don't know. I've been trying to recently. I think I think these people really have a lot to say. Let's. We have. Okay. Wait. <laughs> It should sound like more, more sound. 
more music, more sound. and make a hit. Boom. Maybe right lo- there. Maybe louder. You know, we're sitting here. Damn. You know, we're sitting on our hands over here complaining. And the, the plans <laughs> I've been right on vacation there. for three and a half years. Yeah, let's and I didn't go. know that I was supposed to be making more music. Until that dude told me, I'm very appreciative. No, the fact the fact that people have a direct line of communication is a little, it, it's rough. It's so bad. Yeah, there's there's definitely. T- I mean, identity is a prison, man. Let, luckily, yeah. our, our everybody that listens <laughs> to us is pretty nice. People that listen to us, what are was pretty, that? People that listen to us, uh, they're all pretty nice. Oh, I mean, I'm very happy with like the the people that listen to this podcast, and it's like. It's big enough that I can like make a living off of it and not freak out when the pandemic hits about not being able to you know do live shows. It is, but um, yeah. when somebody no, is I mean, mean though, even it if throws you like me your, off. I I more so feel bad for like like women in general, stuff. like you know like um, like the caller daddy you, girls. What you say? Like the caller daddy girls. You feel bad? Yeah, for them. like people like <laughs> like there you know there used to be like. Like, getting a number was, like, kind of sacred, and it, like, took a lot of, like, courage in, like, a funny way. Like, it was, like, a thing. You had to go up to somebody and be like, can I have your number? And oh, yeah. they would be like, no. Or they'd then be you're like, like yes. I have a and gun. now it's just like, Jessica Beale, I'm DMing you right now. Please notice me. Like, yeah. you shouldn't well, be yeah, able not, to do that. Yeah, people should not be able to directly DM a cum tribute to a celebrity. <laughs> And I'm sure that this is happening constantly on a daily basis, um, for sure. Yeah. You know, I mean, I uh, like, you know, I, 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 uh, I mean, hey, hey, I, I, I know firsthand. You know, I've been, uh, you know, DMing all these. Uh, <laughs> I've been, you know, I've been. I shouldn't be able DMing to do this. All of these, uh, yeah, I've been DMing all of these cum tributes to. You're uh, like, I, I actually disagree. I, I really yeah, like the ability to, to, to reach out to every some time, of these people. I've been, every time I've been Brandon does DMing it. DMing all of these cum tributes to uh, <laughs> Don Lemon. <laughs> every time you do it, you send it and you're like, I should not be able to do that. This is not <laughs> chill that I'm able to send this I man. just, well, I did, you know, on one hand, you want to, you want to like show Don Lemon, uh, you know the ultimate form of respect for his his work. It's hard with his work. It's hard with Don Lemon on the news because he is on the TV, and you're just coming on your own Roku TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the come tribute is me nutting on my on my uh, TCL Roku TV. Yeah. The screen's just getting it, ruined. It's crazy though, because like I feel like for some people too, like like my girlfriend gets DMs from people all the time and you know she's not a celebrity or anything like that but it's people being like hey i'd like to give you a hundred dollar gift card to nobu and that's like all they say and it's like hey i'd like to pay for i'd like to pay for one third of a meal at nobu you cover the rest (laughs) like i kind of at the same time it's she's like oh man i i kind of want to like accept this yeah she should i mean i think i yeah i I encourage uh but then the doors are opened and then you've like given them your number essentially so it's like now they're definitely going to be like good morning beautiful well yeah if you respond (laughs) once you respond once then this person is just in your dms forever this has happened to me where somebody sends me like a nice message and i'm like hey thank you and then Every day they're like DMing me like, "Hey, what's up?" Like, and how is your brother doing? It's definitely like, uh. not something I don't. Yeah, it's something I don't want to engage in too much. Like I, I try to just avoid it. But earlier when we were talking about just the algorithmic 
shit, whatever. <laughs> I I did want to I did want to mention this because this is like a crazy thing that I've noticed on YouTube where now there are people who I I'm sure this has been happening for years, but because the the like ecosystem of YouTube has changed so much, there's people that are just trying to play that game from the jump. Right? Where it's like people that have like zero subscribers nobody's watching their shit but they're kind of they're acting like youtubers act oh yeah so they're like yeah so they're they're, talking to the non-existent audience people on instagram do that too performing to yeah like a non-existent audience but you're playing the role of somebody with an audience yeah isn't it weird when you see people in your everyday like personal life start doing those things oh like start doing like front-facing camera things one of the weirdest things is all of a sudden a personal friend that you know in real life suddenly goes from the, having a normal person Instagram account to all of a sudden they're speaking to an audience that doesn't exist. Like, you're, hey guys, you're watching oh them lose their soul. Not yeah, only that, the is. worst is if they're like apologizing, like, hey guys, sorry I haven't posted in a while. Like, dude, nobody cares. Nobody's like, checking. <laughs> it's so weird. I like, like this is literally I, your I cousins my... liking your posts. Like, there's like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and you know, I've lost, I've lost my soul in the past, but then I, I got it back. I, I got my soul back. You know, but. It's it's like it's because I don't know. There was like a phase where I was like posting a lot, but I in my mind I was like, oh well, this is like ironic. I'm being vapid ironically, but like that's not okay. It's not okay to be vapid ironically, and that's something you see so much of online, like constantly. I'll I'll, Um, I'll, I'll, I'll give it an even different twist for you. We don't even need to say you've been crazy on there before, but that's okay. Because you are in the game. You're in the game, and in, sometimes you oh. got to be crazy. You know? True. Sure. You're in the game. Yeah. Like, yeah. like no, these it, people aren't in the game. It's weird when there's, like, people I know from, like, elementary school posting, like, videos on, like, how, oh, to make a, yeah. how to make a perfect cup of coffee or something where you're, like, we all right. know how to do... Or, like, people making, like, smoothie videos, like, how to make a smoothie. It's, like, yo babies can make smoothies like real life babies yeah. like you don't need to like make these videos yeah oh man that's a whole yeah, other tangent like, that i don't know yeah, if i really want to get oh, into, like but. people that are not forward facing public figures that are behaving like they're like they're fucking public figures like or just people, people that, that don't know what they're talking just, about like acting as like a teacher oh that's, that's, a, weird that's a new thing too that's definitely a new. This thing. is a very new phenomenon, and I don't want to go too much into the the TikTok build. I didn't even get to finish my theory, but I see that a ton now <laughs> on TikTok, where it's like there's so many versions of it. Where I'll just see like a teen will like screen record them like scrolling through a Wikipedia article about like the Mothman. Uh, let's just say it's the Mothman or something, and then they'll be like talking. It'll be like layered over their voiceover, be like. So it was this creature and it appeared on the bridge and like just like describing like the the summary of a, a thing or like uh, from Wikipedia. Yeah, yeah, it's just like, oh, you just like took an article and put it on TikTok and like that's just weird. It's just it's just weird. And there's <laughs> like, so many versions of that of like people like putting content from the Internet onto TikTok. And it's just like, oh, I mean, I mean, maybe it'll get views and like stuff. But it's, at the end of the day, it's like dude, what are you doing? You're just like putting Wikipedia on TikTok. Like anybody I mean, can do that. There's an entire, there's an entire TikTok account of just some guy reading other people's tweets and laughing. Yeah. Like shit like that. It's like, all right, like what, what's your like, game I here? I think that's, that's one of the, that's the, 
that's a huge problem is how much of it is just and then ultimately even though we're criticizing it we're kind of playing promoting into it. it yeah we're kind of playing into it because i'm talking about like yeah oh man like so much of the internet is just people regurgitating shit it's just a fucking human centipede it's a human <laughs> centipede ouroboros whatever but by even talking about it they won by yeah. talking about it it's like well now i'm the guy fucking talking about the sure thing. dude I, identity I, is i a will prison. say i, d- I, I defend do ketamine guys do ketamine escape reality do- i want to yeah i want to plug ketamine real quick <laughs> Escape your. I have a lot of friends from home, like that I'm still friends with, that have no social media. That's tight. Yeah, I mean they, that's and a- they like never got it. Like they had Facebooks, and then like by the time college started, they just like stopped using Facebook and didn't get Instagram. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, I'm really jealous of you because I'll bring up something that's like not even like deep internety. Like I'll bring right. up like I don't know. A, a Travis Scott shoe coming out, or Travis Scott McDonald's, something like that, where it's like anyone yeah. with the internet like had to see that, and like they'll just be like, "Wait, he's with McDonald's?" Like, what? <laughs> and you're like, "Dude, you're fucking so yeah, blessed." Yeah, those are the like, freest free. people. Yeah. That's true because you're not chained to the fucking zeitgeist. That's true, yeah. but at the same time, we romanticize that type of person, but also that type of person is like can easily become a QAnon type or like anything else where it's like they don't have a- well, any anything to tell them the real <laughs> situation or, or question well, yeah, their that's beliefs like the crazy thing is like that's the crazy thing about the internet is you can just you can just k- click a couple of the wrong links and, and me, then you're like it's then it's like it's fucking five hours later and you're like you're ah, meat spin. fuck i'm a, yeah i'm a QAnon guy well no meat spin i, meat spin, <laughs> that's I, a good long, place to I be. long for the days of meat spin, <laughs> yeah. buddy no, I that, long for the days of that, meat. That was the glory pure days. internet usage back in the day. That was like honestly, like I truly do long for the days of meat spin and you know, like that era. Because <laughs> I, I love that like, you just said that like six times. You're like, I long for meat spin. It is. I long for meat spin. <laughs> I yeah. One more thing about uh, YouTube, like just talking about that era of the internet when YouTube was like new when youtube was like brand new and it was like when you know it was like those early like bow videos and like Derek comedy and like that I like dax flame like a lot of you know like that era it was like oh this is this is diy and this is people just like these things are blowing up organically and you know it is these are things with like there is some soul here Mm-hmm. But then immediately, I think because once it became corporate and once it became like, oh, this is everything that was on The Tonight Show last night, people had to like play the game and then start doing these like wacky thumbnails and like they had to like fucking upload something every week and it just became this like disgusting thing. Like it used to, I, I think people, there was definitely a phase where people were like, Oh man, YouTube like that's we're gonna find the next Scorsese on YouTube. Yeah, you know the, for sure. the suggestion, yeah, I mean, and then YouTube just immediately great. The, the suggestion algorithm has ruined everything. To just like yeah, people just choose to like bathe in the in the trash. If yeah, like, if Martin Scorsese I've been really like that with uh, the oh go ahead sorry with uh, the dude uh, the ocean spray guy. Um, oh, the guy who drinks oh. the cranberry juice. Where I'm like but the. 
He, that video was fun. It, it was, was so, for a second. It is fun. And like, I don't want to take anything away from him, but I'm definitely yeah. denouncing everybody else that feels the need to do It's like, it got ruined in right. fucking 30 seconds. He's the, he's the new damn Daniel. Like... He, I dude, but even like faster. people doing like a reenactment of the video and with some it, sort of twist, and you're like, right. And now like Mick Fleetwood's doing it, which I guess is cool for the guy that originally did, did it. And I, I almost feel bad for him because it seems like things are going well. Like he's been given all this ocean spray, which is like a classic <laughs> pimp my ride move of like. You liked that thing one time, so we're gonna give you a lifetime supply. Yeah, of it. he like, lives in a trailer yeah. with his daughter and ocean spray like this giant company. He's like, <laughs> yeah, he's like, you know what? We're gonna help you out. Here's a shitload of cranberry juice <laughs> in case you get thirsty yeah. or your daughter gets a UTI. You're set. Yeah, dude. yeah. You can't you can't feed your children because there's no space for food. <laughs> yeah, you have to pay for. for yeah, like he, just... he lives in like a mobile home, and they're like, all right, so this is gonna take up a third of your space. Yeah. But uh, you're welcome. I think like, they, well, they did give him a car, those... too. I just remember they gave him a Nissan truck, which I was jealous well, they, of. They that's gave him a truck. That's, that's cool. very dope. Yeah. That's equity. That's like, or that's like, that's a tangible thing that you have forever. I, I, he probably is... boomed their sales. Yeah. Like, Are there people with uh, just pimp my ride cars that just have, like, they have like a super. We got to do a follow up on that. We need to. Dude, yeah, let have, me say it right here. They have, right here. If anybody listening knows somebody who had a pimp my ride car or had their ride pimped, I don't know how you would say that. We want to talk to them. You could email yeah, but st- still oh, yeah. at gmail.com. Dude, I think I think if somebody's done some sort of you know, follow up thing. Really? I think somebody has done some sort of investigative a West thing. Westside Customs follow up. Yeah, where they like followed somebody who like had their car fixed, and the guy was like, "My car is like." unusable now like they ruined right. my car like this is crazy yeah, you got a fucking gamecube in a fish tank in your truck I just, <laughs> it's unclear to me if they did engine work on those cars because a lot of them were just severely fucked up and it, it'd be one thing if they completely rebuilt the engine and put new parts in but i don't know if they were or if they're just it, i, I don't be th- so i don't think funny. they were i think it was completely cosmetic like there were a lot yeah. of those episodes where i felt like horrible for the people like they were just like they were the joke like there was this one where this dude has like a bread truck and they replace his bread truck and make the seats slices of bread and i'm like (laughs) this is not this guy's identity he's in a really bad situation and he has to drive a fucking bread truck like this is not his joy he didn't start driving the bread truck because he likes bread yeah like what yeah, I, I remember, you know, I used to eat bread and now I'm driving the bread truck. <laughs> like, that's not, that's not, yeah, that's not his fucking, like, passion. <laughs> I mean, I, I do think I will say, oh, this is, this is kind of a brain blast. This is mm. kind of, are you guys ready for a freaking brain blast? Yes, sir. Right now? Get a, get a load of this. Get a load of this knowledge, fellas. Pin my ride, I would say, is kind of a, actually, uh, Kind of a metaphor for um, you know how how our government treats its people. You know, wow. they're worried about the optics. I'm pointing to my brain right now. <laughs> um, they're worried about the optics. It's. I mean, honestly, yeah. Pin my ride is like. Um, Pin my ride is like the DNC. I don't know where. I don't, I'm not following you on this one, brother. I'm not gonna Pin lie. Pin my ride is like the DNC, and like it's you know people are like. Uh, you know, bringing their car into West Coast Customs, like, hey, I, I really, I really want healthcare, please. I just, I want, I want us to have healthcare. And then Joe Biden brings out the car, and he's like, 
Medicare, I'm right. I'm I'm lowering the age to sixty. <laughs> you know, and it's got like. Yeah, it's got rims. These seem like, like two different ideas. Like this one idea is this doesn't help. <laughs> the thing in common I'm not is that we don't these like ideas it. coming together. I'm pretty sure this this tracks. I'm pretty sure this tracks. I, I didn't. Know. You know, I come in. I, I come in having planned nothing, and I I mean we we come in. We're we're entering the intellectual thunderdome. We're kind of a political you pod. Know? You know, uh, yeah, I'm coming in no items. You know, I'm 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 on Super Smash no items, and I'm I'm like, you know, the pimp my ride is kind of like the <laughs> DNC, and then I I kind of leave that to you, the listener, to yeah. kind of hear that and be like, yeah, this guy does offer yeah, some great deep. insight. <laughs> yeah, that's this kind of like a Smash Brothers is kind of like the RNC if you think about it. Yeah, yeah. they smash dude, things stop up, dude. Listening to, thing. See. This is why, you know, everybody that's listening to Chapo, they're going to find out about this episode and they're going to convert. The, the, see, I think, I think you, uh, your mistake was even trying to explain it. It would probably be better if you just said that they are similar and like let the audience figure it out. And let them like, figure dude, it out. In a lot of ways, Pimp My Ride is like the DNC, you know? I mean, honestly, that point I was trying to make is Pimp My Ride. You know, because the the engine the engine failed immediately, <laughs> but I was like, get a load get a load of this GameCube in my trunk. I, I I do I miss a lot of those shows in like such a weird way where like it just like really like gave me space to zone out. Like we were talking about listening to pods now and how we listen to like historical pods, yeah. and sometimes I'm like I'm gathering too much like dumb historical information in my brain, and I really just want to watch like an episode of next or like, you know, something that's just like, so like surface level that like, I can just like, but isn't it all, but isn't like everything that you look at on social, like so surface level, but it's not good. Like, I feel like next was like, it was like, you know, I don't want to say like so bad. It was good. Cause that's not actually how I feel, but like it was, there were like, I laugh on if I'm on Instagram, I will laugh maybe once every like thirty minutes. But it's it's, it's right. like there was no a clear sun. time, a half an hour window where you're like, oh, let's watch some freaks, let's watch right. some freaks, exactly. and now it's just like all yeah, day you're sure. scrolling the freaks. Yeah. So it's exactly. like it's it's fine in moderation with like a little window mm-hmm. to do it, you know. But now it's just it's just constant, and it's all oh, it's all blending I, together, you know. And, and at a certain point, you find the, yourself you look in the mirror and you're the freak. That's the that's oh worst fear yeah. of all, oh you know. Oh boy! You realize your I ride was, has last been pimped. I was, <laughs> I, I, I've, I was on like a really good streak in terms of like I was, you know, I was off my phone. I was like, I, I was off my phone. I fucking, you know, I, I was know reading. About the streak. I was, I was on a no. I'm, I mean, in that day. In that <laughs> day. Okay, okay. I'm saying in that day where I was like, like I had like a really right, hot like, 15 minute streak. You know, like <laughs> I was like, I was like, I'm only looking at no, like at, it was like a good streak, honestly, because I was like, I I had like written something I was I was proud of, and then I fucking watched better things. I was like, that's a great show. And I watched an episode of that. I'm like, all right, like let's turn that off. Let's go to the park. Let's read a book. I'm reading a, a Charles Portis novel. Whatever, it's a great book. I come home. I watch Being There, the Peter Sellers movie. I had never seen it. Where are you going? Where are you going with this? This is just you describing a day. (laughs) But then, then you know, eventually my girlfriend goes to sleep. I'm alone. 
I'm alone. I'm left to my own devices. And then I'm like, man, what's what's Macklemore up to? And then I'm just on <laughs> Macklemore's Instagram and I'm watching a clip of him on Celebrity Family Feud. And it's like Team Macklemore versus Team Lil Yachty. <laughs> this is and all like, on you. This is all on you. <laughs> this is not the algorithm. I mean, this is you you but you look at you look at a bunch of shit that you hate on. Oh, I look at shit, no. but I don't like I don't look at it as a sickness. I just I just do it and I've I view it as my choice. I think I've I've started to view it as a sickness and I, I've started to kind of try to prevent myself. I compartmentalize. From doing that. I have Me times too. you know. I, I I think it's funny that you were just saying that you watch a TV show and you're like that's like added to your like list of I know it was a really no, funny it's a window good, into no, his world watching a no watching a good TV show like watching no, a it's, good it's, TV show he's describing these like, like accomplishments you know like he's like no 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 I, I'm not I absolutely I am got not. breakfast I absolutely I was very was proud not. of myself I ate breakfast and then I walked around but like eating, <laughs> choosing to make decisions that like make you feel good. Yeah. No, but you're not, you're There's not alone in this. I know a lot of people who will be like, yeah, I had a busy day. Like I watched like this one like movie that was really good. And then like, I listened to a podcast <laughs> and I'm like, you're well, yeah, not doing it. Yeah. I want to know that you're not saying that. Actually, Cause I'm I know, not, you know, <laughs> I'm not a, like, I'm not a guy who's like, I, I think binge watching is like, bad is like that's not that's gross behavior to like binge watch the last like, thing that's i binge like watched properly a point I think, of pride was the sopranos and i had to like stop doing it because it was making my brain so dark binge watching like the sopranos oh. or the wire like i don't just, know oh, i just mean, kind bro, of like binge watching like anything easily i really i disagree because i do I think it is it's a it's a dark world. It's a it's a funny show. I mean, no, it's I mean it's one of the best shows ever. But sometimes you just start to see yourself falling for the wrong people almost, and you're like, I I want to be exactly like Tony Soprano. I know a lot of people say that that have watched the show. Is like, you just start to be like, yeah, Man, I mean, those shit's are like, cold those out are... here. Like <laughs> this, this world is cold. Like I'm gonna be a savage. Like like Tony Soprano. Like fuck it. Like it really had a crazy influence on me. That well, I was like, at the end of the day, yeah, you, just, is also... you just want a house is what it is. And you're just like, I just want a house. Like, yeah. Damn, I need to be like Tony Soprano. <laughs> like really, you just want to own a home and move to Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, damn, I guess that's what I gotta do. I gotta become a mob <laughs> boss. I gotta damn. change some things around. You know, I'm I'm trying to see an edit of. I, I want to see The Sopranos, but we edit all the scenes where uh, Tony's with his gumas. You know, oh, I would. We love edit that. those scenes out. We edit out all the infidelity. And he's just a family and man. Maybe, and then it's and then it's a show about a. Well, I, honestly, actually, if we edit out the infidelity, then it's still it's still kind of a rocky situation at home. But Dude, my 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 cousins like back in the day, they had a fire in their house, and their insurance paid for them to move to this house that was formerly Al Capone's Hitman's hmm. in Illinois. And it was the craziest house ever. And it was like a ranch house, like a one-story ranch house with like a double basement. And the way you got into the second basement was there was like a wall of mirrors with these like, that, and each mirror was like one foot by one foot. And there was like tiles, like it was like seamed. And eight of the mirrors, you would push them, and it would be a stairway downstairs to the real basement. This is sick. Which had a two-story meat locker. Whoa. Okay. God damn. See, this is what I'm talking about. We've been talking about fucking YouTube. Uh, 
you know. Meanwhile, <laughs> you're you have this. I just remember that I was like, I feel like I should bring this up on the pod. This seems like something you guys would be interested. No, yeah, yeah. that's sick. They should they should stop calling it Pornhub and start calling it the Meat Locker. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should bring that up. Yeah, you should pitch that. Yeah, you guys should consider great ideas all You guys should consider switching your iconic brand name to something new. <laughs> to <laughs> just throw it all yeah, away. The Meat Locker. Rebrand to the um, Meat Locker. <laughs> but. <laughs> yeah, I watched the Super Bowl at that house the year uh, Janet Jackson's boob got pulled. Oh out. wow! Um, oh shit! And it was to you're give you a to, sense you're of trying how to cool beat this your house meat locker. was. ASAP. While the Super Bowl halftime show was playing, I was literally just like shooting hoops in one of those like Dave and Buster's basketball things. Mm-hmm. Like that was just like in the house. They had a bowling alley. Oh wow! But the the dude some... got killed in the house. Oh wait, the previous owner. The previous in yeah, like now, now in like you the thirties, no, not during it the, like and then, the Super Bowl, you know. <laughs> and then after Janet Jackson's boob got pulled out, someone got <laughs> shot. <laughs> no, uh, the dude got killed in the kitchen making pasta in like the thirties. But what yeah. a stereotypical way to fucking I die! I, yeah, I actually don't know if that's true or if I just regurgitated like some like rude stereotypes. I know. Yeah, like, well, that's, is that here's the thing? I do. <laughs> I am gonna believe you on this one, but as a fellow Chicagoan, I will say that like. Every Italian kid went through a phase growing up. Like every single, like proud Italian kid would be like, "Yeah, actually, my family's in the mafia." Like when the Sopranos came out, it was like a whole thing. Like, yeah, actually, my dad knows a guy who knows a guy who is Al Capone's like guy. You know, hitman. Yeah. So actually, something. you should uh, you should let me borrow your Pokemon cards, or else. I always feel like that person when I bring up this particular house because I just, you're so right. It's like such like a Chicago thing where it's like, yeah, yeah my uncle's actually like Jimmy Capo <laughs> who like killed Al Capone in jail. Yeah. And it wasn't so, like people all have these like crazy, like family lies that have been passed. And down you know what? Then, actually, like, I need to adjust my, uh, my comment from before. It's usually not the actual Italian kid. It's like their closest friends, you know, yeah, where it's just like literally sure. some random Italian kid. And it's like, no, dude, here's the thing. Their dad's in the mob. Like, I saw him, yeah. and he was wearing sw- a sweatsuit, like, walking around. <laughs> so he must be in the mob, you know? For sure. Yeah. yeah. He says no, he, says he works for crazy... AT&T. Yeah, right, dude. You yeah. know what that means. He works for the city. Yeah, he's okay, a civil it. engineer. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, but this, yeah, that the, seeing Tony Soprano's house, seeing the money, it really made me you know, motivated. That's why, that's how I should be looking at the show. I should, I should look at it and say, this is a really positive guy who's looking after his family and I want to get some money just looking at it. I him. think you're interpreting the show in the correct way. I think you yeah. really, yeah, that's a, that's an that American David, dream. That was David Chase's intention. Mm-hmm. These are cool guys. Making, making that show is, he was like, I want people to watch this show and think, damn, I want to be rich. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That was, that's why he made that show. That's dude. like once again to bring it full circle with the six nine thing and people looking at six nine be like, man, that guy's a genius. Like he got all this attention and all he had to do was go to jail and snitch on all his friends <laughs> I mean, and yeah. live in danger he, for the rest of his life, his life under threat of violence. <laughs> like there's probably gonna be people that are gonna try to kill him. But look at all the attention he got. It's like same type of thing. People look at like the mob. Like dude. Look at Tony Soprano. He has a, a two-story house in the suburbs. And uh <laughs> dude, he hasn't made. He's so sick. 
he ha- he drives a Lexus or whatever, and all he has to do is be the leader of a mob family, like, <laughs> and have all his friends get <laughs> murdered, and be constantly really- investigated by the FBI, and his family completely wanna, fall apart. I want to like visit the the where they shoot where they shot them. Oh, be cool. Oh, yeah, York. you can. So yeah, we've been trying to like get out of the city a lot more. And uh, I was thinking it'd be fun to just drive to like Jersey and like see his house. You should. I'm sure all those locations are online. Just you know, print out the addresses, do a little tour, go to Bada Bing. I'd love to go to the Bada Bing. I've I've been to a couple. Is the Bada Bing real? You could probably go to like the exterior. I'm sure it's not real, but you know, I've been to like the waterfall from Twin Peaks. So so have I. That's a good stop. Oh, sick. That was cool. I played a show at Washington State University with Joey back in the day. Where like we it was kind of near there and we like went and stopped by and it was cool but it was it's weird going back to those places and realizing like some of them are just like functioning businesses mm-hmm. or like non really functioning but like the double R uh, in Twin Peaks is like actually a diner you can go to but it was like, a little sad to me you go there and you're like oh yeah because like yeah oh yeah then like their whole thing is Twin Peaks now. Where it becomes like mm. is this in is this in Chicago? No, no, this bro. is in Twin Peaks, Washington. Oh no, oh Twin Peaks, Washington. My yeah. bad. Yeah, Washington yeah. State. Have you watched yeah. Twin yeah. Peaks? Bro, no, I, I my know God. that I know. Never I talk know. to me yeah, about yeah, yeah, being yeah, yeah. a pure mind. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but, I watched. I, I've I've seen I've seen his. Uh, I mean, see, I, I'm allowed. I've I'm Mulholland allowed to watch at the beginning garbage. of. Core. I'm allowed to watch garbage because I've like seen all of the shows. Because you've seen all of the, because you've seen the wire and I've, Mad I've Men completed and, it. Like there's not many Twin left. I'm like and, yeah, watching. Yeah, 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 You're yeah, at yeah, the yeah. end. That's how I. Yeah, I definitely feel that way too. Where I'm like, I can watch whatever I want. I, I've you I've unlocked seen the trash and I've unlocked trash. Yeah. I I watch so much TV. I unlock the trash section. Achievement of TV. unlocked. You have to eventually. You know. Uh, yeah. You know. Brain no. rotting. Yeah. And by the way. No, you should. I think it's okay. I on. think it's okay to rot my brain too because I I view it as part of my job. You know, to host this show, I got to rot my brain a little bit. I got to look at the trash. I got to dig through the garbage, the social shit. I have to, you know, yeah. rot it a little bit. That being said, <laughs> I, I wouldn't mean, be doing it for yeah, fun. That- like, like, it, you know, if I was a coal miner and I saw somebody like going and getting black lung down the mine, not making money, I'd be like, bro, what the fuck are you doing? Like, why are you covered in soot right now? Like, uh, so I, I, you know, <laughs> I don't, I'm not going to sit here and complain too much about the act right. of to being watch online. TV. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah, because I mean, yeah, we have we have too much free time, so we have to punish ourselves. Yeah, I definitely mi- I miss I miss just getting out of the house and having that be my entertainment. I still get out of the house all the time, but like I miss touring a lot. So many like yeah, you know, uh, and it, it'll eventually come back, but less even about the touring and more so just like being able to like go places and like and just like exploring, like exploring in a a, a city. And I I think like also yeah, if if you're gonna be stuck in a city, LA is not the city to be stuck in. What is the city? Yeah. What's well, that? New York has actually been really. I would dope. say well, I would say honestly like somewhere that's just kind of like secluded. So not right a city. Now. Uh, yeah. So like if you're going to be stuck in a city, a city, not a city is the city. Choose a damn town. Listen, brother, if you're going to be stuck in a city, you got to be stuck in a place that's not a city, okay? <laughs> but I do think, uh, but there are, I guess there, there's there's shows, uh, doing shows again has helped a little bit. Do you like doing think, it? For me. The the outdoor shows? Yeah, I, yeah, I did Brandon's one. Brandon's addicted to shows. Last, yeah, well, yeah, you, I mean, you definitely are addicted to doing shows. Like, 
I mean, I think you have to to yeah. do what you do. Because you have to do shows to fucking do shows. <laughs> like, you have to right. do shows to, like, be a stand-up comedian. You can't, yeah. like, call yourself a stand-up comedian and then just not do shows. You have to, like, fucking do it. And that's also, like, how you fucking figure out jokes and shit. But I did I mean, if it were up to me, spot. I would never do a show. Really? If, 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 oh, uh, if I like could your, choose... That's, it's yeah. an it's an afterthought for me. I really like being in a studio and making music, and yeah. I like don't like to really like go on a stage and like perform in front of people. But you were that kind of much. you were you were on like the festival circuit with that that first album. We, I mean, we like linked it uh, in we Vegas, were both performing it. Yeah, life is beautiful, and you know uh, that was fun. I mean, I had like a great band that was like fun dudes, and like I really enjoyed like. I mean, the festival circuit is like brutal. It's like, because right. ev- every weekend you have to fly to another place for the weekend and you have no idea where you're like, who you're going to play to. Like I've properly played at festivals to like 15 people <laughs> and I flew to like Seattle, you know, and I'm just like, right. wow, this like blows. And then I've also like well, they were, flown they were to Japan like, and right. played for like 20,000 people. And yes. I'm just like. Oh, this is completely like not up to me. It feels like. Yeah, we talked about that because there were there were like a lot of these festivals where you would get these like afternoon slots, like early afternoon slots, mm-hmm. where people aren't even. A lot of people just aren't at the festival yet. Yeah, you know. But like, you mentioned like what was the what was the thing in Japan? Wasn't it like Nickelback? Oh yeah, no, I played. I shared a green room with Nickelback in Japan. Wow. Like what we was that we, situation? we did not get to like I didn't get to like meet Chad or any of the guys or anything like that. But they were like they they kicked us out of the green room because they were like Nickelback's coming in. Um, but it was so you didn't uh, really share it. <laughs> no, they kind of you were like back, <laughs> but, back. There, but when we got there, there <laughs> Nickelback when, showed up. When we got there, though, so, <laughs> the uh, the door for my green room said like Knox Fortune X Nickelback. I mean that's a great and I was just that's like a great sign, dude. I, I, w- I was so excited. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, Nickelback is just going to come in here and they're going to be, like, forced to bro down with yeah. us and be like, hey, like, Japan's pretty... Especially when you're in a foreign country and you meet, like, an American or a Canadian in their case, you instantly are friends. Oh, I mean, you're like, oh. dude, yeah, I've, I've, like, been on a couple tours and it is funny when you're in another country. Like, especially, I was, like, I remember we were with Ty Dolla Sign and it was, he was just like, had to be nice to us. Cause there's only like a couple people that spoke English. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that's like the one situation this guy's going to talk to me is cause there's like, For everybody's sure. speaking German besides me and like my right. friends. Like he needs, we need each other. Yeah, right We now. just need to find out like basic information. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, but Dude. wait, you were starting to tell us a story about South by, with Joey. Oh my God. I thought was yeah, funny. I thought uh, maybe you like, should tell that one. I was trying. Yeah. Um, I was trying to remember if Brandon was with me and I kind of think he was, I think it was, when yeah, he was I was Oct- there. I was there that night. Yeah. But it's like, you know, South by is so <laughs> just like insane and like discombobulated. And a few years back, there was that dude that drove through Sixth street or whatever and like hit some people with his car. So I feel like that, like mentality was always kind of looming. Yeah. And we were in the green room waiting to do a show. And it was me, Brandon, Joey Perp, Joey's manager, Zig, I think. <laughs> and like, we hear like, I don't know if we heard shots or what happened, but like 
somebody shot a gun, classic Texas Scott style, <laughs> into the sky on 6th Street. And people are like fucking freaking out, like running into the street, running into the venues. And like, we're in the green room on the second floor. But like, people are trying to like get away from the shooting. So they run into our green room and they're like, please, like, somebody's shooting on 6th Street, like, help. And Joey's like, y'all need to get out of our green room right now, bro. (laughs) And we're like, no, like, these people actually, like, I think there's, like, something going down outside. These are people looking for refuge. But it was just, like, our brain of, like, this is, like, you can't be in the green room. It was like, bro, no, bro. There's it, like a shooting. Is your name on the list? Right <laughs> yeah, like, are you on the list for this green room? Like, no, I'm not. See, I miss. That's the th- that's the sort of stuff I miss. Not the shootings Dude, in public. I, miss I definitely don't miss <laughs> shooting victims out of my green room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I definitely not not that. But I do miss like the, the oh, just like chaos. The chaos. Just like oh, things happening, thing about, basically. Uh, festival. What just was that, like Things happening, like just anything happening, is what I miss. Yeah, good or bad. Like it. Another thing about like the the festival life and touring festivals is like I think people see it and they're like, oh, this is really great. You're doing a bunch of festivals, but like, you know, as I was saying, like sometimes you don't like pull a big crowd. Sometimes you do, and it's hard to control that. But like when I played Coachella two years ago, um, first of all, it was like two o'clock. And it was a hundred and something degrees. And so like nobody's just gonna stand in the sun and watch somebody at you know, like in a hundred degrees at two o'clock in the day. And on top of that, I'm playing. I had a decent sized audience, and all of a sudden the Yodel boy gets brought oh out at God. the stage across from me. And while I'm performing, I'm just watching my entire audience leave to go see the Yodel the boy. Walmart yodeler? The Walmart yodeler because he had just <laughs> popped off like two days before. So people oh, were what's like, "What's his name?" I don't know. Uh, I think it's better that we don't know his name. Mason. Oh, Mason oh, yeah, Ramsey. Yeah. Mason, Mason yeah. Ramsey. Yeah. Mason. He just popped off, and I was like, you know, like you got to think about like I've been looking forward to playing Coachella for like a really long time, and I get there, <laughs> and I'm like, now is my moment, and I literally start hearing the yodel boy like at the tent across the desert, and I'm like, no. No, like, oh, like <laughs> right. the whole audience oh, is leaving, and all that, all that shit you were com- complaining about with the internet—it's just like it's so real in that moment. Yeah, I used because to because you're—it's literally like, oh, people are leaving to go see the fucking Walmart little kid. Completely Dude. full circle of what we're talking about, it, where it's like, <laughs> and yeah. here's the sad thing about all this. I think if I could try to put a nice bow on all this shit, it's like. I do think that the yodel guy deserves fame. I think that, I mean, that kid is talented. I think, He's very I talented. Think, songs are I good. think that the the Fleetwood Mac skateboarding guy uh, deserves fame because I think people should be encouraged to be unique individuals. And there's like increasingly less interesting people like that. But the thing is, yeah, like the monoculture makes them so insanely famous and just ruins them right away that it's like then it's just it's in bad taste to even bring them up to me. Like imagine just like sending a Mason Ramsey video now to somebody just being like, yo, check, check out what Mason Ramsey's up to. It's just like, they make him too famous. It's like those people could have had sort of like good medium sized careers. They could have had like a nice slow build, yeah, but it's like, yeah. Who, what is damn Daniel or Mason Ramsey doing now? Like, dude, I heard somebody say like, damn daniel in a rap song that came out like two years ago or whatever but i heard it the other day and i was like 
Oh, this song is horrible. Well, it's just, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. It's just, the, why did they just like date timestamp it with like damn Daniel? It's like, just sad because it's just like it gets so big that it just goes completely ruined instantly. And it's like also imagine being that kid and like being like 22 and on a date with a girl now. And he's like, I, I'm actually like, uh, have you ever seen that damn Daniel video? And she's like, <laughs> yeah, of course. And he's like, yeah, that's that's me actually. And she's like, oh, like, oh, you're that's you're Daniel, really weird. You're Daniel, no, <laughs> yeah. no, no, no. I'm the the well, other guy. Oh, I'm the other guy. I'm, yeah, I'm in the background. I mean, that's like, <laughs> that's the fucked up thing about that whole damn Daniel situation is because there was the lead who got all the all the love, but the the guy who is the auteur behind all this, the the writer director, <laughs> he editor, got no love. Writer director, editor producer. He's he's behind the camera. That's, that's, he's he is not Daniel. That's a sad no love. That's a sad truth of this world, Brandon. You know. You know he's he's trying to he's trying to fucking. I'm I'm sure. He's, uh, who knows? Who knows what they're? But yeah, I mean, I kind of feel what, like what it, it is kind of dark because like those people that get a taste, like Mason Ramsey. You know, there's two ways of looking at it. Like Mason Ramsey got to play to like a giant, like screaming crowd at Coachella, and like who gets to do that in their life? Very few people. But at the same time, mm-hmm. it might be weird because, like, I'm sure for a lot of those people, they get that taste of fame and they start thinking th- big things. I mean, like, all right, next up, like, I'm going on my tour, like, and this is just going to go forever. And, like, I'll I'll be the next Billy Ray Cyrus where, like, my kids are going to be famous, you know? And it's just Dude, like... I've definitely... I mean, like, I feel like we've probably all had that independently in our own lives. Like, I got a Grammy when I was, like, 23. I was like, I never have to work another day in my life. Like, I literally thought that for, like, a little bit. And then it's like, think about Mason Ramsey now. As a kid. It's just, it's it's fucked up. Right. There, like, there needs to be, there needs to be, like, a really dark well, indie I, I movie about, in. like, the trajectory of somebody that, like, a- after that happens to them. I mean, I just searched him. He seems to be doing all right. I think right he's doing, now. I mean, he still has a chance for, he's like, He's on that normality. Old Town Road remix. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what? He's With probably making a, an exuberant amount of money. Thug. But he's just probably, like, God, like, I don't know. Like, it's weird. Another situation where it's, like, I don't envy these people at all. Like, I'm very happy with, like, my childhood life of not being famous and, like, you know, that I feel like that would suck. Like, there's videos back when he was popping off where his friends were like, Mason, can you buy me a PlayStation 5 or something? <laughs> <laughs> and it's, like, imagine you're, like, 10 and your best friend just gets, like, rich as fuck fuck and you're like yeah. dude can you like like let's go be like rich kids or something i mean like- yeah we've talked about this before how like episode one anakin skywalker his life just became hell oh like Jake the actual Lloyd? kid yeah yeah well like really because it's that well yeah like things got he got bullied at school a lot and i i think he kind of resented being famous i mean i actually went to school with the guy and i don't like i disagree with the way I mean, that's you did. I mean, I went to yeah. He went to Columbia, but like he oh. bitched, he would get mad at people all the time. You know, like that. If he if he didn't want to be an actor, that sucks. But it's also just like, bro. Like yeah, you got like a tent. You were a Jedi. Like <laughs> most yeah, people yeah, would but kill. I, he was a child. Yeah, I know. Like that's the thing is like I don't think you're you don't have the uh, mental wherewithal to like make any decisions for it yourself. It is weird so, for like, parents to do that to their kid. Be like, hey, yeah. you're gonna I mean, be an it actor. should be illegal. Yeah. yeah, it should. I don't know. I think about that a lot because I'm like, like sometimes I'll watch like a child audition 
That sounds so weird. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. What? Yes, my but I just hold up. Going back to YouTube, there was like a thing that came up on the, my sidebar that was like the kid in ET auditioning for ET, and like his audition is like incredible. Like I'm like, oh, you're like actually a really good actor, yeah. and you're also a child at the same time. It's, it's, but my thing with Anakin is like he complains about it like it was like a really embarrassing thing like oh you couldn't even understand like how much it sucked it's not like you know it'd be one thing if like gibby was saying that like where you played like kind of like this noah yeah monk. noah monk friend of the pod Put some respect on his name or Good like guy. if you played gibby it's like friend and regretted pod. it that's one thing where it's like oh this is like kind of an embarrassing child role like you know you're like, like people Urkel laughed at you you know people laughed at yeah. your character yeah anakin skywalker I mean, you're no, objectively that, that's like cool. the coolest shit but, possible. Yeah, it's well, it's cool if if you are like if it's cool like on the surface. But I think that Phantom Menace became this fucking boogeyman for Star Wars fans, where it's like you have the whole the whole Star Wars fan base, like a, a good chunk of them, the bulk of Star Wars fans, like purists mm-hmm. who are like these nerds that, that have been waiting for this movie for years. They see this movie, hate it, and then they hate you. They hate you, a child, a bunch of grown adult men, a bunch of like neckbeards you don't know hate you. Mm-hmm. That is insane. That is like not that is fucking inhumane. Yeah, that's crazy. That For is sure. like so fucked, man. But yeah, man, I, I fucking miss music festivals, dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right, well. I well oh I I did want to What do you got to say yeah, Brandon? Like, oh, I mean just like mu- just speaking of music festivals I just remembered we we were both at uh when we were at Life is Beautiful like it's so funny doing comedy at a music festival sometimes because like you'll see like music festival like festival culture guys like a girl like, with a flower to- crown just like sitting and watching you do comedy. Yeah, well, I mean I <laughs> like I, on I, I Molly was- yeah, like they had this one indoor they had this the one indoor venue at Life is Beautiful was the comedy venue. And I think like a lot of times with these music festivals, sometimes the bulk of the people that are at the comedy show are people that are want to see the comedy, but a lot of times there's some people that only want air conditioning. Yeah, you think right. so? And I think that's a lot of them. Yeah. There's and I remember there was like this there was this dude that I remember watching like I'm watching I'm like watching Hannibal do stand up and I I like I'm watching like from above and I look in the audience and I just see this one dude that's like who who's clearly tripping who has like this he has like one of those like light up balls <laughs> where it's like a bunch of like you know you know what i'm talking about one of yeah, those like sure. colorful things yeah like he's like playing with uh you know <laughs> <laughs> with neon fucking knickknacks <laughs> while watching like hannibal do like tell like you know, do like dry observations Night- about nightmarish because you, know? you know that's like <laughs> You think your friend might be ODing? Like step one is like, okay, let's like bring him into air conditioning and like give him some water, right? And like yeah. step two is take him to the weird hospital where they like cover up your possible death or whatever. Like, oh like yeah, God. we're gonna take right. you to our private doctors and our private police. But <laughs> but like for anybody going through that, imagine like getting a bad batch of drugs, and it's like that step one must be terrible. Where you're just like, guys, I feel oh like I'm dying, and they're like. 
Look, we're going to take you to see some stand-up comedy first. Yeah. <laughs> and hopefully you'll feel better. <laughs> Awful. Awful. Oh, my God. That's so jacked. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Anyway. I yeah. don't oh, miss that, but. <laughs> I do want to. You were, you were mentioning that uh, you did want to tell a story about Boston while, while we're talking about pre-COVID times. Oh, my God. This was crazy. So I, like, got asked to play at a college in Boston. And college shows are, like, real 50-50. Like, you know, sometimes it's the most fun show of your life. And it's, like. 150 like wasted college kids who are just like trying to party so hard and they're gonna turn the fuck up no matter what and um this was a little different because it's like boston so it's like academia and you know different vibe and we show up oh wait what what college is this i can't remember it was like you know there's like four colleges that are all like one campus in boston yeah um and so like we show up to the campus and like they're like bringing us over to where we're playing and it's like a classroom. Like it was not like a place for music whatsoever. It was like not even a lecture hall somewhere in between a classroom and a lecture hall, maybe like a 35 person classroom. And I'm just like, um, (laughs) this is not like the big, like, what is this? This is not big. And there's no stage in here. There was no stage. There was like really not enough like gear to like, properly run our show and we just flew out from chicago to play this one show and i i'm just like i don't think this can happen really (laughs) and as we're walking up we start hearing this like psychotic sounding music and we're getting closer and it's just becoming more and more evident that the opening act for me is like a 25 person college like brass ensemble (laughs) of like all the crustiest like music kids ever and they're just like doing literally covers of like raining blood by slayer (laughs) all exclusively on brass instruments in a really small room so it's so loud and they're all like just like quintessential like band creepy kids and like we walked inside the room and i was like oh this is not we can't play we literally can't play (laughs) And it smelled so bad, like B.O., because all the brass kids were sweating their asses off. And the police came and shut their show down. (laughs) Did we get a smell complaint? (laughs) (laughs) No, because it was too loud. They they shut their show down, cleared everybody out of the venue, and then they were like, you still have to play. So everybody (laughs) left. Like everybody left and there was literally like five kids still there that were like, you still have to play. And like me and my band played for like five kids in a classroom with no division between the stage and the audience. So these kids were like in my face, like, yeah, like they were still stoked, but it was literally five people. Oh my God. In a classroom. But you still got, you still got paid like thousands of dollars. I still got paid thousands of dollars for walking away. What are we we talking here? I normally wouldn't ask this, but like, I'll explain later, but do you remember approximately how much we're talking here? Because I'm, I'm like, Ah. there's no way this was completely had to be a loss for them. Like, like, because the well, colleges pay like that's they, that's the great thing about colleges is they it doesn't have matter to. how many people show yeah. up. Yeah, they they have to put on these shows. Like the the you know music community of the Boston College is given a budget, and if they don't use it, they just shut the Got program it, down. Yeah. So they're like they're they're down to take the loss. Like I don't know, man. They probably they pay definitely a couple thousand, not like more than like seven thousand probably, but like 
Yeah. Because it's funny because it's like, yeah, money. just pissing it away for like, it's not even the chance of it being a good show. You're putting it in a classroom and you're like booking these bands to just play something that's doing <laughs> And the police the are coming yeah. and like. Oh, an orchestra, by the dude, way, yeah, a symphony opening, being the opening act is very funny. <laughs> it's well, so yeah, funny. college symphony. I mean, colleges love to book students as openers. Which yeah. is why I definitely once I once I got to the point where I could do it, I was like, I'm absolutely bringing my own opener every single time For because sure. like colleges love to book you on a show, and then they're like, all right, so your opener is uh, they're go- there's going to be ten students who do <laughs> comedy who they've all done comedy twice, <laughs> and right. they're all gonna <laughs> these ten students are all gonna perform, and then uh, the college improv team is going to do a 30 minute set. It's going to be 9 and hours. Then you do an hour. 9 hours. <laughs> like this sort yeah. of band is the thing that can literally only exist in a college town. Like they would never be able to tour to even one other city. Just buying bus tickets for everybody would cost like $1000 <laughs> for them at least. So it's like they, th- this was their like one shot like you know, maybe we get the brass band together and like we do covers of our favorite songs. Like it, it just was such a horrible idea. But I mean, I have endless stories like that. I feel like, but dude, we gotta have you back on again. Is, we need to get to these. I would love to. Yeah, we can do a more focused one on just tour horror stories because they're so good to recount now. Yeah. Looking back, you're like, God damn, that was well, dude horrible, and I don't miss it, but incredible, and I please do plug it. your album while we have you. Oh, I mean, yeah. So my album is called Stockchild Wonder. It's coming out October 30th, and I just dropped the video for the third single, Gemini which I truly believe is the best video of 2020. I'm not just saying that because it's my own thing and I'm plugging it. Like, I'm really trying to get, like, a VMA for it. And I'm such a small artist that that's impossible that I get a VMA. But I think I deserve it. So if you guys check out Gemini, you'll like it. I watched it it last night. It's good. It's good, right? Nobody makes good music videos like that anymore. You definitely should. And... It's all like such a labor of love. It's you know you're doing it very DIY and I'm, dude, like, like putting a lot of work into into these videos. Yeah, I I think people also just see videos now and they're like huge budget like CGI animated videos or something, and they're all yeah. really bad. An ass like shaking next to a Beats pill. Exactly, like that's like every music video, yeah. and I feel like we killed this video and it's really good. And I just want um, the maximum visibility for it. Let's Twitter um, do your thing. Let's go. Twitter do your <laughs> damn thing. One little thing before we go. After this episode, uh, we are going into Halloween mode. This year, there's going to be two, yeah, but still Halloween specials. I'm super excited about them. They're both going to be Patreon episodes. Um, I will be luring you behind the paywall if you aren't already. So um, no main episode next week. We're going Halloween mode until November. So stay tuned for that. Spread the word. Um, Knox Fortune, thank you so much for coming on. We're going to play you out with uh, your new song, Gemini. So thanks again, dude. Peace.